Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I got cut off here. I couldn't hear him. How was he? He was pretty good. I will He's admit. He's uh, supposed to be an upbeat, uh, yeah. kind of very verbal guy. He uh, not only he cited a couple of, of verses from the Bible, but he wished oh. the great man a happy birthday after of he course, asked, you asked knew his that question. Was coming. Absolutely, and uh, he had a uh, a special thank you to a coach in town that I know Johnny Height will have a soundbite of later that will really tickle your fans. Did this guy? Uh, what did he do? Crash the dinner last night? Uh, no. Let's the, just say PJ it's... tried to clash the dinner. He, he crashed the dinner last night, and then uh, now they're making it sound like they really wanted to talk to him. I suppose. Huh? Well, I'm just saying, you know, you might not be giving the coach uh, enough credit for maybe his uh, ability to recruit, uh, whether it's players for his team or other teams in this town. Uh, oh, so he helped recruit him, huh? That might okay. be the All case, right. Pat. Well, I'm just sending out a tweet right now on that very topic. I'm Give me a second here. Uh, it says, death of Joe Tiller, salute to Iowa kids, cousins, Fletch will try to latch himself onto anything. That's what it says here. <laughs> that ought to go over well with uh, certain people. You know, I just figured out. As to Sid, grow, you uh, must fail. Yeah, as, as Sid was uh, being honored by everybody today, and, mm-hmm. and God love him, 98 or 99, whichever it is. I just figured out what the difference is. I treat people who can do me some good like crap, right? Okay. And then, but I treat everyone else well, right? Okay. You know, right. people who can do me some good, you know, in the sports community, you know. You know, people who, if I develop a relationship with them, it can do me some good, okay. right? Yep. Oh, okay. I treat them like crap. But, you know, take shots, uh, do that whole thing. But mm-hmm. everybody else, I treat, I'm a sweetheart. Right? Would yeah. you agree to that? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. I'm a, I'm a yeah. sweetheart. Sid's just the opposite. He's Sid's a complete just the opposite. He's a 180. Anybody who can do him some good, he'll kiss his ass. Right? Uh-huh. But anybody, you know, who's just a guy, he'll treat him like crap. Right? So that's why he is a statue. And I have several certificates for perfect attendance at work. <laughs> that's it. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah, I mean, longevity, too. He's got me by 25 years, but I just figured out that's the difference. Well, let's... And, and congratulations to him. He's much smarter than I am. So, right? So what you're saying, then, is for your next 25 years and your professional lot in life, you're going to change course. Is that what you're getting oh, at? Oh, hell no. <laughs> no, no, no. It's too late now. They know I was being a hypocrite, right? Well, you know, it's never too... What, what, what's the phrase? Do you think, A, Sid would have ever started a turkey of the year count? No. B, 
Do you think he would ever give it to a guy like Lou Nanny? No, no. No, no. Uh, you know, so that's, you know, that's the difference. Now, I like guys. I, I try to get along with them. But basically, eh, I, I look for a way to take a shot at them, right? If, they yes, can, you if do. they're big but in this town, right? But, but that's what makes you you, though, Pat. I've told you this <laughs> yes. several times. It's, it's what makes you who you are. It's why it's part of your charm. Yeah, but that's why if I was at Kirk Cousins' press conference and it was my birthday, he wouldn't have said, and congratulations to Fat Pat. He wouldn't have said that, right? But Sid, now Sid's 98 or 99 or whatever it is. So uh, congratulations to Sid for living that long. But he just, you know what else he did? Uh, He sent out a note. When for years, when he when we had a secretary in the department, Terry Ferris, he had her type a note to the everybody who was mentioned in his column, and it said one of two things: you're the greatest, or you got screwed, right? Which are the two things athletes love to hear, right? Mm-hmm. That they're they're the greatest, and sometimes you're the greatest and you got screwed uh, by somebody. Yeah, I never did that. <laughs> I never did that. He was just—he's always been smarter than me. I'll—I'll I'll say that. So that's why he gets a call out from Kirk Cousins. Meanwhile, what did he say about PJ? What the PJ helped? One reason he came here was PJ. Well, he did say Coach Fleck had a lot of Coach. positive things to say about the culture being established here in the Twin Cities. Oh, he talked about okay. leadership and oh yeah, yeah. So, so I guess, so I guess the, he hung out with PJ during was it Super Bowl week? I think he Super mentioned Bowl or something. Week, yep. Yeah, he was in town. So. He was in town and happened to PJ came over and interrupted him. Huh? Okay. I think it's great that he was here when it was just brutally cold for Super Bowl week, and still, still, still elected to come here. Still came. Well, <laughs> hey, I, I let me say this. I'm all in on this. I think that they will win a Super Bowl in the next three years with this guy's quarterback, and I'm not BSing. I think he's really good. I think he's a top-ten quarterback. He's dynamic. He's a big personality. This is the greatest thing the Vikings have done since they brought back Francis in 1972 because they had a great team and no quarterback after Cap left, and they brought back Francis and went to three Super Bowls. This team has an outstanding defense, Pretty good offense that could be made into a great, a very good offense, and I, I am all in on this. So I don't want to come off as saying I'm anti Cousins. I'm just anti Phil Fleck trying to attach himself to everything. Here's 25 seconds of your brand spanking new quarterback on Coach Fleck. Super Bowl week this year, I uh, reached out to Coach Fleck and asked if I could come sit with him for about an hour and learn from him about leadership and some of his culture building that he does and. <laughs> He was kind enough to grant me an hour, so we sat in his office and I picked his brain. And uh, while I'm a Spartan at heart, I'm certainly uh, excited now to be in the Gophers' backyard, and I'll be cheering them on as well because I have a great deal of respect for Coach Fleck and for his uh, leadership abilities. And I think there's uh, there's plenty more where that uh, one-hour conversation came from that I look forward to maybe having with Coach Fleck in the future. So, Fleck wrote that for him. Fleck wrote that for him. <laughs> Fleck contacted him. It's a lie. It's a lie. He called. Fleck called him. And uh, it's a lie. That's that, I just think it's a lie. Did I you? Uh, did you? I don't ha- buy it, Pat. Did you happen to catch uh, when the uh, the second question that the uh, birthday boy asked Kirk no. Cousins today? Well, we no. don't have a clip of that yet, but someone asked 
Kurt about, um, or Kirk, I should say. Yes, about I call the, him Kurt all the time. <laughs> about the uh, Stefan Diggs touchdown to beat the Saints. You know, they asked yes. me, hey, did you see this, the Diggs touchdown? And, you know, Cousins answered the question, yeah, I was at home watching it, blah, blah, blah. It was pretty exciting, uh, good player, yada, yada, yada. Very next question from Sid. What do you think about Stefan Diggs? Did you see that? Did you see that <laughs> play against the Saints? Well, Very next question. It. Let's face it. At 98, uh, hearing is not Sid's strength. Uh, it's, it's been a while since he, you know, he, he helped put the Starkey Foundation in the uh, turmoil in which they came by keep giving him the plugs on uh, the TV show about how good his hearing was, and then he'd say, huh, and the next uh, thing. So uh, that happened. But do, hey, you mean, do you mean his hearing or his listening? Both. He was never a good listener, but he's an extremely poor hearer. He can't hear anything. Uh, Hello? I mean, yeah. Hello? <laughs> but, hey, he's... Uh, he's 98, getting, baby. He's getting yeah. tributes, and maybe 99. No. I still hang with the sister who was sane... You know, very sharp, wonderful gal, great gal. She told me, 1919. Now, none of us have made it out to the brand spanking new Twin Cities Orthopedic Center for the Vikings home. The Vikings home. Did Sid get a portion named after him? Like he, I'm sure the the uh, the media media, room media room is still named after him. I'm not going out there unless I get a personal tour by Ziggy. And we'll keep holding our. Are breath. you going to? Are you going to acquiesce and call it by its proper name? Or are you going to? Uh, no, I was, I've been looking for names for it. In yeah. fact, uh, Purple yeah. Fort. You know, the fifth greatest uh, tourist attraction in India is the Purple Fort. It's the Red Fort, and that's where the emperors used to live. Yeah. So I, I think I'm going to call it the Purple Fort. So. Yeah, that'll work. Nobody will get it except me. But uh, that's okay. <laughs> that's all that matters. Anyway. I, uh, you know, I was prepared to really be on the Kurt Cousins uh, uh, bandwagon, but now I heard this horse crap, so I'm, 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 I need to take a break here to adjust. Okay? Gather myself. <laughs> there were five or six players from the Vikings who were at the Pro Bowl with me a, a couple of years ago, and I could tell right away that... Um, some of the best players on the Vikings are also some of the best men, some of the best leaders. And um, I was really excited to uh, have the chance to, uh, to be here and to be a part of this team. Kirk Cousins today introduced at uh, about 3.30 today at uh, the new uh, facility, the Purple Fort out in Egan. And uh, did what was his response when asked about a fully guaranteed contract? Uh, ba- uh, the question was posed to him, I believe, because it was tough to hear in the feed. But mm-hmm. it basically, you know, do you view this as you being a trendsetter? You know, kind of, kind of change mm-hmm. the way contracts are done. I, I think he really want. At least the impression I got was that he wanted to dismiss that. They wanted to avoid, even though yeah. he is a trendsetter, yeah. and uh, I think it's the greatest thing about this whole thing is he got a fully uh, guaranteed, guaranteed contract. contract. Yep. What are we saying? Eighty six now? Are they saying only twenty four million to the cap hit this year? Mm-hmm. I saw. So, uh, but it's is it eighty four? Is that what they're saying or eighty six? I saw both those figures. I saw the same as you did. So I don't know what the exact amount fully will be, but I do know that oddly enough, I thought that they would front-loaded a little bit more, but apparently it's going to accelerate. More back-loaded. Yeah. Well, it's going to accelerate probably because the cap's going to go higher yeah. and higher, so they, and they figure... He did say that he views this as a contract for life. He says he wants to be here for a very, very long time. 
So that's well, but uh, nobody asked him if they waived the right to franchise him. Uh, either did they? they Not they that would. I caught, unless you. Did I'm sure that, that I, I'm that sure up. that was. Uh, I'm sure that's in there. That uh, there's no way he would have fought the Redskins all those years because of the franchise, and then let the Vikings uh, have the right to franchise him. He can say he's here for life, but uh, if he has three good years here and wins a Super Bowl, woo, uh, what'll the money be by then? No huh? kidding. After the 2020 season, I think this is genius. I think it's the uh, it's the new NFL. You you go short term, you bet on yourself not getting hurt, and you get as much guaranteed as you possibly can. Because if you get hurt, they're going to take steal. You know, let you take a five year deal, and you get eighty million dollars, ninety million dollars, and you get hurt, and they're going to get rid of you anyway. Mm-hmm. You might as well take the three year deal and get as much of that as you can possibly get as uh guaranteed and then you become a free agent again if you're 27 or 8 years old you can take another swing at it when you're 31 and you got a be- you got a better chance of getting all your money if you take a shorter deal if you know i'm talking even if you're an elite player if you take the shorter deal because they're going to come and try to steal your money anyway. Yeah, and I, I think the, the days of the seven-year contract for a lot of these free agents, those are gone. Yeah, but I think they're gone for the players' yeah. sake. I think the players don't want them anymore, will not want them anymore, knowing that the uh, management can just turn around and take the money away from them. They, you know, if you can get, if you can get, Thirty million guaranteed on a three-year contract instead of a six-year contract. You might as well take the three-year contract and take a chance on yourself again in three years, don't you think? Uh huh. And then what's what's funny is you you look back. You know, at least the first really big mega deals that I can remember. You know, in free agency, obviously it started with Reggie White, but you wonder too, how come they it took them this long to really realize that this money was never going to be there. In free agency, yeah. well, it, I I don't know because they get the players romance them so much. I mean, the management romances them so much and tell them how much they love them that they believe that they're going to be invaluable for life. Adrian Peterson had what coming eighteen million. He got three, right? Mm-hmm. He went out and got three. He had he got his contract for life, bad alive. What a wonderful contract, Dante. Dante ended up with what about one third of what he was supposed to well, make? But Dante was also an idiot. In the fact yeah, that he yeah, fired his agent and represented yeah, himself. Yeah, he represented himself. He didn't want to pay the the percentage. But what I'm saying is, this I think is a trendsetter. Not that there's going to be that many players that get it fully guaranteed, but it's going to be a trendsetter of if you're, you know, if you're a quarterback, you're. This is your prime right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might not be the best you ever are, but this is prime earning. But if you can become a free agent at 26 in any other position, uh, you know, come into the league 21, get the five-year rookie contract, and only take a three-year deal at the end of it and, and be a free agent again at 29. That's uh, that's And get as much of that next. But if you're 26 and you're great, that's going to be your prime value right they're gonna that's gonna be those three years they're gonna have to pay you what they owe you you're gonna be that good if you're a great player so you play those three years you're still great you get another swing at free agent see 
when you're not just desperately calling up teams, you you got teams calling you up. I think it's uh, I think this is going to be the new trend. Kind of like baseball, you're going to see the 3-year deals with baseball now uh, because that's not only ownership, but that's that's players too, you know, saying, "Okay, I'm going to try, you know, Lance Lynn. Okay, I can I can't get a good deal. I'm going to try it again." I I think that the short the short Big money contract where it's damn near all guaranteed is the way to go. Um, I want to transition quickly, Patrick. I hope you didn't have the Miami Hurricanes going very far in your brackets here. Loyola, I didn't fill one out, but go Ramblers. They, all... they knocked off the Miami Hurricanes at the buzzer. What a great story, mm. man. 65-62 was your final. The coach is Porter Moser, who used to be the assistant for our guy Rick Majerus at St. Louis. Really? A uh, longtime assistant for uh, Rick, yes. And... Uh, excuse me, 60, that, 64, 62, excuse me. But Miami wasn't that good. They, they Really? The best, thought... the, the best Miami was is when they came up here and kicked the hell out of the Gophers when the Gophers were they fully tape, They kind of tapered off after they did. Yeah, they okay, have. Yeah. They haven't been that good. They, they've been okay, but so nothing's Loyola's going to take on my Tennessee Vols, who took care of, Ooh, took care of Wright State Vols, today, so. Vols had no problems. No nope. problems Took whatsoever. care of Wright State pretty easily. <laughs> I'm looking at the winning shot. This kid hit it from about 30 feet, man. And he, was, it, yeah. was it a tie game it or was 60, one down? Miami was up one, and he hit it at the buzzer they were from where from a he hit it from the logo you know at center court the very edge of the oh logo. really okay <laughs> he, wow. that's a, and now you know what everybody's saying that's why i love the tournament oh i that's do love the, I tournament. Love the tournament and so loyola was a what uh they were, they were only at 11, 11 right yep. miami yep. was a six well good for them good for them they the mole valley they're out of the mole valley which lots of wichita state this year now that's, remind me because i know you told the story story earlier this week with loyola it's their first tournament since like the what was it the 80s i, was, I think it's their first game that they've won since they won the national championship I, okay i'm not sure whatever what year was it 63 64 they won the national championship the loyola ramblers way to go loyola all righty well kirk kirk cousins is in town and uh, and has signed, and the the Vikings uh, have all the pieces they need now. There are no more excuses. We'll be back. We are going directly to our NCAA basketball update desk. With John Height. Thank you, Patrick. It's and a nice looking desk. Do you like it? It yeah. is. Special yeah. office we built, right? With a, <laughs> several televisions behind Johnny so he can watch every moment of and every game. And new curtains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the, mm-hmm. the television. And a live feed to BrandonLang.com. It's fantastic. <laughs> the television at my desk, I'm almost yes. embarrassed to say this. I can't even see the scores of the basketball <laughs> games because they're hidden from me. Why don't you move into the opulent producer's room? Oh, yeah. Kenny would love that. Work side by side. I highly recommend I bet he's so that, damn Johnny. happy. I bet he's so damn happy I haven't been there in a month. He can't stand it. <laughs> why does he got why do we got the second screen there? That uh, computer screen. That bothers me. It is know. quite a mystery, isn't it? Yes, it is. I don't know why it's there. Kenny did something. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, here this, we are uh, this to up- the NCAA update desk. <laughs> this update sponsored by Concordia University. Get on track to a successful business career with Concordia University St. Paul. Learn online or on campus. Learn more about their business degrees at online.csp.edu. Uh, from the NCAA 
Tournament, uh, Rhode Island, Oklahoma. Overtime, Rhode Island wins it 83-78. Now, they're coached I, I, by the Hurley brother we like. Yeah, right? Danny Hurley. Okay. Danny Hurley, yes. And he has advanced, uh, he has advanced much further than his brother. Where's Bobby? I don't even know where Bobby's Arizona. Bobby's Arizona, Arizona, Arizona State. State. They got yeah. beat last night by Syracuse. And what, or was it two nights ago? I think it was the last, last night. night. Yeah, last night. I'm told it was one of the worst basketball games ever played. <laughs> yeah, it was. Neither the, Syracuse can't make any shots, and they don't let you make any shots. It was the Jacksonville Buffalo equivalent of the college basketball uh, playoff. <laughs> Maybe Hurley was surprised that Syracuse was playing a zone. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee easily beats Wright State. Uh, Gonzaga, whoof. Barely escapes. They beat UNCG 68-64. Do you know what the G stands for, Johnny? I do. Greensboro. Way right? to go. Yep. yep. Greensboro. Uh, Kansas defeated Penn 76-60. Duke, an easy win over Iona 89-67. Uh, Boo, Gales, you stink. That you? Kansas-Penn game was pretty tight with yes, about 10 minutes so, left yeah. in the game. It was only like a four-point game. Joe saying, I picked Kansas. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you nabbed that one seed in the first round, did you? <laughs> Jump right out on that limb there, Joe. Uh, Loyola, Illinois defeats Miami. Florida, Ramblers. 64-62. to 62. Uh, Going on right now. Who was the kid who threw it in from the middle of the court? Do we know? I don't know, but don't he was a lefty name. shooter, yeah. too. Oh, it was yeah. pretty. Really? It was pretty. Hey, and you know what? Their big superstar on their national championship team, Jerry Harkness, I think he was a lefty. I think it all came together. We'll have to check that out. Why in God's name do you know that? (laughs) I don't know because I don't know where my keys are. (laughs) Uh, We got a couple games. I don't even know why I hate PJ Fleck. I just do. I just don't like the suits he wears, the little skinny suits that got it all tied up on him. I mean, See, he's, a, he's a skinny guy, and he's got these little tiny suits so, and these pants that so come wait a up minute, Pat. Are past you, his ankles. Are you, are you like, every month, are you like discovering a new thing that you don't like about P.J. Fox? I didn't even know you didn't like his suits. The skinny suits with the little buttons and kind of, and he's bursting out of them, and then his pants don't come up his don't go down to his shoes uh, those those things bother me did you know loyalist <laughs> shooter on their championship team was left-handed what did Jerry. i have for breakfast <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen everybody's face light up though patrick when he made the pj oh, Fleck comments yeah. when cousins oh did. we were we all on the same knew, page we all knew what was yeah, going you on got, at that you know point. you guys are we're supposed to be teammates here. You, should, <laughs> you shouldn't want me to spend my whole life being agitated uh i got a couple uh partial scores although these are a few minutes old because i came in here about five minutes ago okay ohio state with a two-point lead over south dakota state with really about 15 minutes Go rabbits! Go jackrabbits! And Seton Hall, when I came in here at halftime, led uh, North Carolina State by 10, 51 to 41. It is now 61-51 Buckeyes. Ooh, 11 16 left in the second half. That, uh, that was quick. Darren Ravel tweeted this out, by the way. Ohio State's athletic budget, 180 million. South Dakota State, 21. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, girls basketball tournament going on here. Class A quarterfinals. Lyle Paselli. 
I don't the even Pacelli, know. Pacelli. Pacelli. Austin Pacelli. Where's that? Catholic at? school in, it's a Catholic school in Austin. I, I'm unfamiliar. And that, but they merged their athletic program with a little tiny Lyle. So. Well, they defeated Heritage Christian Academy 59 to 43. Uh, Miniota defeated Monaga 74 69. Mountain Iron Buell, a winner over Stephen Argyle Central 59 47. You remember when Buell won those back to back state championships in 44 and 45, don't you, Jenny? Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the 3A semifinals, Robinson Cooper defeated, uh, Robbinsdale, excuse me, Cooper defeated Wilmer 65-54 and Northfield win over Grand Rapids 64-54. Uh, class 4A semifinals tonight, Eastview, Lakeville, North and Hopkins, Roseville area at 8. Patrick, I am no longer going to apologize for being the nerd that I am when you know yeah. who, who is winning state championships in 1944 uh, They want them back to back, but I might not have the right years. Close enough. It's in the 40s, but I, I, might, I might not have the right years. With that said, uh, Patrick, where's your phone at right now? <laughs> you still uh, have possession of your car keys? What about your wallet? <laughs> you know the way home. <laughs> you know the way home. I got a beeper that takes me home. <laughs> boy. <laughs> you know it's bad when you got to have Siri take you to the place you've gone twenty times. You know that's. Yeah, By the way, there's not nothing good. funnier than the silver alerts they have down here on the freeway. That oh, means sure. that means people. another senior citizen has taken his twenty year old uh, Cadillac out for a ride when nobody was looking and they can't find can't find no his way home. No idea where he's going. <laughs> it's, it's, it's never a, it's never a car newer than two thousand two that they're looking for. And it's got 42,000 miles on it. Some guy that they took the keys away from seven years ago found him, and there he goes. Do they seriously call it a silver alert? Oh, a silver alert. alert. Yeah, yeah, they're over the... Yeah, I see these alerts over the freeways all the time. I always get a chuckle because I'll be next. All right, thanks, Johnny. Yep. Yep. All right, thanks. God help me. A story from 1983. Television replays are not needed. In his mind's eye, it's still as clear as it was 20 years ago. I can still see myself taking that shot in the corner, Jerry Harkness says. I was up in the air, pushing off. It was as if somebody was helping me. An All-American guard with a soft left-handed shot. Harkness helped send Loyola of Chicago to the top of the basketball world. It was uh, the basket he hit to beat Cincinnati, 60-58 to in overtime in 1963. Yes, Jerry Harkness was a lefty. <laughs> and the kid who threw it in today was a lefty, right? Yes, yes correct. All right. So, anyway, how did I remember Larry Hart? Jerry Hartness was a lefty from 50 years ago. Steel trap. Trap mind. Okay, twins. So, speaking of lefties, uh, today I wandered over uh, to the minor league field. I was going to see Royce Lewis and uh, Kirilov playing for the – they were actually playing for Fort Myers, even though most both of them will start at Cedar Rapids How is Kirilov's rehab? Uh, Is he still rehabbing? He's good. I talked to him the other day. He's fine. He's doing. He's going to be good, and, and he's a good-looking athlete. But the pitcher for the Tampa Bay team that was here was that Brendan McKay. Oh, the Louisville kid. The Louisville kid who the Twins allegedly talked with uh, very seriously, negotiated with uh, before uh, turning to Royce Lewis. 
and uh, they thought he was uh, he was a little rich, and, and now that's kind of been denied too. But he was the other option for the Twins with the first pick, Roy, mm-hmm. him or Royce Lewis. Oofta. Pretty good. He was pitching today, but he can also hit. I was going to say, are they letting was, him play the first I, base, too? I, I did not get a chance to talk to anybody from there, but okay. uh, I, would, I would think they might let him DH once in a while in the minor leagues. But uh, the uh, our young lads had no chance. Now, really? he, he, he's a junior from Louisville, so he's, what, 21, 21 22. But uh, the young lads, it... it you know what, Gardy, Toby Gardenhire was managing the uh, Fort Myers team. Mm-hmm. If he would have been his dad, he would have said, boy, the ball really came out of his hand. <laughs> you, the ball, he's one of those guys that throws it by you and doesn't look like he was working too hard to throw it by Really? You. Yeah, yeah. Brendan McCain. And he's just but, a monster. Is he 6'5", eh, something like that? No, he isn't that big. Oh. But he's a good-sized kid. Okay. Good-sized kid, but not, not huge. But... Uh, uh, really a good-looking pitcher today over there. So, meanwhile, the Twins up in uh, Port Charlotte again for the third time since last Friday. They're playing the Rays up there. Beat them 8-1 to today. Gibby, good, five good innings from Gibby. you got to like that, don't you? Absolutely. Gibby gave up one run, and uh, Ryan Presley, two scoreless. But this Tyler Kinley kid, uh, not not kid, 27 years old. The rule five, five guy. five guy. Yep. They're getting to like him more and more, and he had a one, two, three inning with a strikeout. And, uh, is he a righty, guy, lefty? What is, what is uh, right hand? Another right hand. Another righty, but, okay. But he could, uh, Busenitz and uh, Hildenberger, one or the other, could uh, be out if they keep this kid. And I'm, I'm hearing that they probably are going to. And uh, Ryan Lamar. The the sports the sports show fan. Mm-hmm. Two more hits today. He's hitting five thirty eight. Wow. He's the uh, he's the right handed hitting pretty good outfielder, and uh, it I think Grossman's going to stay and he's going to start the year in Triple A would be my guess, but uh, he's uh, he's an option if uh, they decide they want a defensive outfielder as the backup rather than. Uh, Rather than uh, you know Grossman, who can't really play much in the—I mean, you can play him in right field and close your eyes—but Ryan Lamar's uh, a really good player. Now, th- this club, this this organization with uh, Falvey in charge, though, they don't seem to make too many decisions based on what they see in spring training, especially with position players. Meanwhile, uh, Ibar is having a really good spring. He had a couple mm. of hits hits today, and he and it, you can't keep both him and. Adrianza, right? But Adrianza is a pretty good player too. I th- I think I thought Ibar's basically been brought here in case Sano ends up getting a, getting some kind of a suspension. But uh, he's having a good spring. Too. You know, he played third base the other night that they were on TV. I think it was MLB Network. I can't remember mm-hmm. if it was the Yankee game or maybe it was the Rays game the other night. But he made a couple of nice plays at third base. I mean, yeah, I remember him being a really good shortstop, but I know he's a lot. He's he's older now, but he made a couple of nice plays. Uh, he's got a little thick in his old age. He's, he? he's got some thickness to him, but uh, yeah, he's here. It would be interesting. Uh, I think they could probably put Ibar. Uh, he's not even on the major league roster, so they could send him to AAA. But if uh, if Sano, uh, if something happens with Sano where he can't play at the start of the season, then then Ibar probably sticks and uh, with Adrianza and Escobar because Escobar will be playing third base in all likelihood. So it's two weeks before we open the season, Pat. What are they going to end yeah, up doing with weeks. Big Kenny? What are they going to do with Big Kenny? 
I try to move him, but uh, if they put him on waivers and nobody claims him, uh, they're gonna he'll go to they'll tell him to go to Rochester, I suppose. I don't know what kind of money he's making. What he's kind probably, of spring is he having? Is he producing? He's okay. Yeah. He's, he's Kenny. You know, he's he's every once in a he has he hasn't uh, hit one yet. I don't think, but he isn't. Uh, he knows he's uh, you know he knows that that's you know Logan Morrison put the end of his time here, uh, but uh, they'd like to move him, and they they certainly would give him. Uh, give him an opportunity if somebody wanted him that uh you know somebody wanted to call up and give him an a a baller for him before they have to put him on waivers but everybody's just the trouble is they could do him a favor i guess by putting him on waivers right now and let him get out there and see if he can find a job the longer you wait here it's only as you say it's only two weeks and the longer you wait the less chances a team's going to sign a guy like him he's the kind of guy that's going to get a job in june if somebody gets hurt right yeah some DH gets hurt, but uh, he's a really good guy. I'd like to see him get a chance. But it's, as, as I said here the other day, I've had I've seen a hundred of these guys. Well, not a hundred, but twenty of these guys with the Twins, the big strong guy that they always say, "Boy, if he could only get five hundred of bats." But yeah. you know, well, they're hitting they're hitting two fifteen and striking out all the time. Mm-hmm. They don't they give him a hundred and fifty at bats and then say, "Okay, we're gonna the ship is gonna sail. We're gonna go see if somebody else can play." So, so Gibby was great today. Husey yep. was phenomenal against the Yankees on Monday. What are we yeah. gonna do? I too damn much pitching. Too many arms. <laughs> too many. Too much pitching. You know, uh, Duffy is. I, I don't know how Duffy possibly makes it. There's there's too much pitching. Hughes is. There, it, there is no way that they're going to be dumb enough to start the season with a five-man rotation when you have, what did we say yesterday, they have five off days in the first 12 days of the right, season, right? Right, right. I mean, you can't, you can't say, okay, Odorizzi, you're pitching opening day and you're not pitching again for a week. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you, you got to you know, put those guys in some kind of a rotation, and Lance Lynn will be ready to pitch in Pittsburgh. Uh, by the uh, first game there, I would guess. So, uh, you know, if, if things go well with him. So there's no sense in having – what what they could do, I guess, is – I don't know. What, what kind of list can you put Lynn – Lynn will stay down here when they leave to, to throw again in a minor league game, you know, probably on uh, four days before he would start or something like that. Because he wouldn't start until the next week in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, he's going to start uh, in the home opener in Pittsburgh on uh, Monday the – what day would that be, the 2nd? Monday, April 2nd? Mm, yes, yes. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, too much pitching. Same old problem with this team down here. But uh, <laughs> even in the bullpen's crowded. Now, uh, Hildenberger has not been good this spring, and but, you know, he's he was their best reliever for a couple of months last year, so I, I don't know what they're going to do. And the he, other thing it, that's been weird is, I mean, not that this is a problem, but there really hasn't been any injuries to speak of outside of Eddie Rosario. Eddie, Eddie DH today, he's not ready to start throwing yet. I mean, they didn't have him start throwing yet, although he's supposedly ready to throw. Because he always I, has I ran something, into, you know. I ran into the Hawk today. Oh. And I said, Hawk, the only thing they got to worry about is Rosario's uh, sore arm. And he says, you don't worry about Eddie. <laughs> he can go two weeks, and he's going to get up there and start swinging. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about Rosie. He said he'll get up there and start swinging, and, and so I, I can agree with him on that. All right, we'll be back this day in history. Quiet, please. We'll be on the air. And now, this day in history. Patrick? 
day of history, of course, March 15th, is the Ides of March. Uh, March 15th. And you know when you realize that you are a pretty influential character is when you were assassinated in the year 44 B.C. And when you hear the Ides of March, you still think of when Julius Caesar was assassinated, right? So, you know... I think there's something appropriate about Sid having been born on the Ides of March, the same day Julius Caesar was assassinated, too. I don't know why, but uh, Caesar was stabbed to death in a meeting of the Roman Senate. As many as 60 conspirators, led by Brutus and Cassius, were involved. Uh, a uh, you know he was Caesar ran the place and he was he's got casinos named after him for God's sakes, and he got stabbed to get death on the Ides of March. He was on his way to the theater of Pompeii, where he would be assassinated. Uh, Caesar passed a seer and joked, the Ides of March uh, have come, have come, implying to the prophecy had not been fulfilled. He'd received a prophecy that he would be killed on the Ides of March. Ah, yeah, they stabbed him to death anyway. Caesar's death was a closing event in the crisis of the Roman Republic and triggered a silver war, civil war that would result in the rise to sole power of Caesar's adopted heir, Octavian. Uh, well, here's what happened. On the fourth anniversary, Octavian came to power, okay? And on the fourth anniversary of Caesar's death in 40 B.C., after achieving victory, Octavian... This is pretty good revenge. He executed 300 senators and knights who had fought against him, uh, and the execution executions took place on the Ides of March. Wow. How about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, uh, today, the Ides of March, known for two things, the assassination of Julius Caesar and the birth of Sid Hardman. Those are the two things that have happened on the Ides of March. So if Chris with, Rock with was to I'm, tell you that same story, he'd say, Julius Caesar was assassinated. The rest of them got shot. <laughs> shot. The rest of them got Actually, they didn't get any guns back then, so they had to shoot them with knives and rocks. And, right. Uh, you know, that would have been the worst part about, you know, being around then and being considered a heretic and... Having them stone you to death. Yeah. I wouldn't like. I'd just soon get shot. Because you know the first one doesn't the work. Stone, the stone. No, when you get stoned to death, they just you know it. It takes a while and it hurts. Yeah. So uh, anyway, they. Who's uh, got the best aim? Like I, I want to. I want to <laughs> yeah, go through this quickly. Yeah, <laughs> I want the guy that can really throw a rock to hit me right in the forehead and let's get this over with. But uh, the Ides of March, and uh, that's how I always remember Sid's birthday because it's the Ides of March uh, and Julius Caesar and. And, uh, you know, a great day in history. By the way, we have already selected our musical guests for the Friday Fun Fest, but we will. You guys got the list, right? Yes, we do, yes. sir. And we I should will. let you know, and the listeners know, a buck fifty to go, your Jackrabbits have just tied Ohio State. Woo! Can you see Ohio State puckering oh, from where you're sitting? Big yeah. time. You can't beat the pucker. I love That's the one thing about the first round of the NCAA tournament. Watching the big boys pucker. It's great.